Hi guys, you are listening to a girl from a small town west of the Mississippi. Welcome to In My Own World and Mine. Hi guys, welcome to In My Own World and Mine. And today I'm coming to you guys with a special podcast in which I want to remember Dr. Martin Luther King. Um, Dr. Martin Luther King was one of the most prominent and most influential civil rights leaders that ever walked on American soil. He is the embodiment of what life could be like if you put others first and if you do it out the kindness of your heart. He sacrificed his life. He sacrificed who he was as a man on behalf of African Americans. And what he did, in my opinion, is one of the most noble and one of the most honorable things that any human being could do. Now, unfortunately, his life would end early on April 4th, 1968, in which he would be shot and killed in Memphis, Tennessee. And prior to that, Dr. King actually went down to Memphis, Tennessee to protest and march and be an advocate for the 1,300 sanitation workers that worked for the city of Memphis that were facing discrimination. But Dr. Martin Luther King was born on January 15, 1929. And also in 1964, he was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. So I want to take this moment and I'm going to read some of the quotes on life that were given by Dr. King. We are not makers of history. We are made by history. Lightning makes no sound until it strikes. Every man must decide whether he will walk in the light of creative altruism or in the darkness of destructive selfishness. Science investigates, religion interprets. Science gives man knowledge, which is power. Religion gives man wisdom, which is control. Science deals mainly with facts. Religion deals mainly with values. The two are not rivals. We must use time creatively in the knowledge that the time is always right to do right. There is nothing more tragic than to find an individual bogged down in the length of life devoid of breath. Property is intended to serve life, and no matter how much we surround it with rights and respect, it has no personal being. It is a part of the earth man walks on. It is not man. The function of education is to teach one to think intensively and to think critically. Intelligence plus character, that is the goal of true education. All labor that uplifts humanity has dignity and importance and should be undertaken with painstaking excellence. We may have all come on different ships, but we're in the same boat now. An individual has not started living until he can rise above the narrow confines of his individualistic concerns to the broader concerns of all humanity. Rarely do we find men who willingly engage in hard, solid thinking. There is almost universal quest for easy answers and half-baked solutions. Nothing pains some people more than having to think. Every man lives in two realms, the internal and the external. The internal is that realm of spiritual ends expressed in art, literature, morals, and religion. The external is that complex of devices, techniques, mechanisms, and instrumentalities by means of which we live. Shallow understanding from people of goodwill is more frustrating than absolute misunderstanding from people of ill will. 
There comes a time when people get tired of being pushed out of the glittering sunlight of life's July and left standing amid the piercing chill of an alpine November. The quality, not the longevity of one's life, is what is important. A lie cannot live. The path is prophetic in that it asserts loudly that wars are poor chisels for carving out peaceful tomorrows. The limitations of riots, moral questions aside, is that they cannot win and their participants know it. Hence, rioting is not revolutionary, but reactionary because it invites defeat. It involves an emotional carthesis, but it must be followed by a sense of fealty. Love is the only force capable of transforming an enemy into a friend. He who is deviant of power to forgive is deviant of the power to love. I believe that unarmed truth and unconditional love will have the final word in reality. This is why right temporarily defeated is stronger than evil trumpet. There can be no deep disappointment where there is not deep love. We must develop and maintain the capacity to forgive. He who is deviant of the power to forgive is deviant of the power to love. There is some good in the worst of ways and some evil in the best of us. When we discover this, we are less prone to hate our enemies. I have decided to stick with love. Hate is far too great a burden to bear. Nonviolence is the absolute commitment to the way of love. Love is not emotional bash. It is not empty sentimentalism. It is the active outpouring of one's whole being into the being of another. Man must evolve for all human conflict and method which rejects revenge, aggression, and retaliation. The foundation of such a method is love. It is not enough to say we must not wage war. It is necessary to love peace and sacrifice. If we can fly, if we can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. Let no man pull you so low as to hate him. There comes a time when one must take a position that is neither safe, nor politic, nor popular. But he must take it because his conscience tells him it is right. Everybody can be great because anybody can serve. You don't have to have a college degree to serve. You don't have to make your subject and verb agree to serve. You only need a heart full of grace, a soul generated by love. No one really knows why they are alive until they know what they die for. A man who won't die for something is not fit to live. We must build dikes of courage to hold back the flood of fear. We must accept infinite disappointment but never lose infinite hope. Those who are not looking for happiness are the most likely to find it because those who are searching forget the surest way to be happy and is to seek happiness for others. Never succumb to the temptation of bitterness. No person has the right to reign on your dreams. Whatever your life's work is, do it well. A man should do his job so well that the living, the dead, the unborn child can do it no better. Everything that we see is a shadow cast by which we do not see. The art of acceptance is the art of making someone who has just done you a small favor wish that he may have done you a greater one. A ride is the language of the unheard. The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. Now, there are many other quotes that Dr. King did. 
But I think these all speak volumes individually because during that time, African-Americans were considered, were still considered the bottom of the barrel, the lowest of the lowest. Even though there were other ethnic groups that were living in America at that time, African-Americans have had it or had it the hardest because African-Americans are resilient. We, we know our worth. We know what we've contributed to society, what we've contributed to America, what we've contributed to over the, over the entire world. And all we want is to just to be treated fairly. We do not want to continue feeling what our great-grandparents and great-great-grandparents came to America feeling. We have established ourselves as a people, despite a lot of the negative connotations and a lot of the negative images in which we are often portrayed. Yes, there are bad apples and bad seeds in every group, but for the most part, no one can deny the contributions that African-Americans have made to this American soil. No one can deny that if it wasn't for African-Americans, if it wasn't for Rosa Parks and Dr. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X and different things, a lot of these other ethnic groups would not have the freedom that they have as well. And we're not talking about the freedom of speech and the right to bear arms. We're not talking about that. We're talking about all these other opportunities. We set the blueprint. We absolutely did. We set the blueprint. For one, we were one of the first ethnic groups to actually plant a foot in the United States. We have been fighting for 400 years and we will continue to fight until it's our absolutely last breath. So, in remembrance of Martin Luther King Jr. Day, I want you guys to Take some time and reflect on your life. Look at the many sacrifices that you've made over the course of your being. And also just take a moment to look at life where you are right now. And is there any moment within your lifespan where you have made a sacrifice that would not only benefit you, but benefit the generations to come? So you guys stay blessed, two fingers to the wind, and I am out.